Welcome, we are glad you could join us today. The name of the portion for today is Korak in Hebrew. It is the name, Korah and means, baldness, ice, hail, or frost. In the previous portion Israel sinned through unbelief in God because of the negative report of the spies. In this portion, we see some Israelites led by Korak believe that they should be the ones to lead Israel and Korak apparently wants to be the high priest. In the same way, Christianity was taken over by the pagan Roman Empire and they decided they did not need God's commandments and feasts and made up their own system that is only partly what God and the Messiah taught. That is the rebellion that we inherited and that is the rebellion that is being passed down through Christianity until this day. Many Messianic believers have left this false system. I was introduced to the Messiah Yeshua through this false system, but eventually realized that they do not keep what the Bible says to keep. Instead, we have decided to do what Bible says to do and what the Messiah Yeshua taught. Only a few Israelites rebelled in this portion, but it seems that most of Christianity has decided to continue to follow a Gentile God instead of the God of the Bible and our Messiah. Christianity for the most part does not understand that they do not follow the Messiah, they are following man-made doctrines. They are satisfied with made-up rules and religious philosophy. They have rejected the commandments of God in the Old Testament portion that the Bible says are right and good Deuteronomy 6 17-18 NKJV says, You shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God, His testimonies, and His statutes which He has commanded you. And you shall do what is right and good in the sight of the Lord. I would like to begin by talking a little about an often cited scripture that Christianity uses to say that the Old Testament commandments are done away with. Yeshua said in Matthew 5:17 NKJV, Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy but to fulfill. I knew of this one Jewish person who was surprised to find out that Yeshua said he did not come to dissolve the law. Because Christianity teaches that the law has been done away with, he assumed that Yeshua taught that we are to reject the Old Testament commandments also. The first statement from Matthew 5:17 says that Yeshua did not come to destroy, which means to dissolve or terminate the Old Testament commandments. Yeshua did not come to dissolve God's commandments. It then says that Yeshua came to fulfill. Most Christians think it is saying that Yeshua fulfilled the Old Testament so God's commandments in the Old Testament are done away with. Yeshua has replaced them. We can test out the Christian meaning of the verse by substituting what Christians believe it is saying. So, some Christians say that Yeshua did not come to dissolve the Old Testament commandments but did away with them. That does not make any sense. It is a contradictory statement. Or what about, Yeshua did not dissolve the Old Testament commandments, He replaced them. That does not make any sense either because it has not even come close to fitting the context. The next verse in Matthew 5:18 NKJV is says, For assuredly, I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. There is still a heaven and an earth, so the law is still in effect. Not all has been fulfilled yet. None of their contradictions stand up. That is the easiest explanation, but I must warn you, most will not see it because they have been taught error and cannot see their error. Some even call people who believe in the God of the Bible names. So, 
we must know more so at least we can properly defend the truths of the Bible for ourselves. It gets a little more technical now. If you look up the Greek word for fulfill in Matthew 5:17, Strong's Dictionary says it means to fill. It is the Greek word, pleru. The Greek word fulfilled in Matthew 5:18 is a different word that can mean, to come to pass, according to Strong's Dictionary. So, why did the translators use fulfill in Matthew 5:17 instead of fill? They were perpetuating false doctrine so they could sell Bibles. People do all kinds of wrong things to make money. The Bible says that liars and thieves will go to the lake of fire, see Revelation 21 8 and 1 Corinthians 6 9-10. They are thieves because they are selling you false goods. Some will go to the lake of fire for their wrong translating. Did Yeshua come to fill the Torah? One very good explanation is that Yeshua came to give us another helper and fill us with the Holy Spirit. John 14:15-17 NKJV If you love me keep my commandments and I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever the spirit of truth Believers in the Messiah are filled with the Holy Spirit see Acts 2:38-39 Shaul said in Ephesians 5:18 NKJV be filled with the spirit So God gave us his Old Testament commandments to help us the Bible says they give us wisdom and understanding, see Deuteronomy 4 6, and they are right and good, see Deuteronomy 6 17-18. God also gave us His good Holy Spirit as another helper. What other scriptures use the Greek word pleru? Pleru is also used in the Greek translation of the Old Testament by the ancient rabbis. The Greek translation of the Old Testament is called the Septuagint. Genesis 1. 28 NKJV says, Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth. The word fill in that verse is the Greek word pleru. Can we say, Be fruitful and multipi, fulfill the earth? That does not make any sense. So, the best way to understand the word fill in Matthew 5:17 is that it applies to a filling, the filling associated with the Holy Spirit. Another way to understand the word fill is to complete a task. This seems to be a little cryptic in thought, but Yeshua completed the task of filling believers with the Holy Spirit. In this case, Yeshua is saying in Matthew 5:17 that the Old Testament commandments will not be done away with, but I am giving you something to complete you. Rabbi Shaul says in Colossians 2:10 NKJV, and you are complete in him, who is the head of all principality and power. We should also consider the Hebrew word shalom which also means to be complete, have a sound mind, and be at peace. John 14:26-27 NKJV says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things, and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. What is this peace that Yeshua gives us? It is the filling of the Holy Spirit. The next time someone says to you that Yeshua did away with God's good commandments, you have a short answer that can at least give them something to think about. If they are interested in changing, perhaps the more technical answer can help them. I have also heard some people say that the word fill in Matthew 5:17 has to do with Yeshua living out God's commandments perfectly, and so we do not have to keep God's commandments. He did that for us. 
Isn't that messed up reasoning? The Bible says we are to imitate Yeshua. So that reasoning makes no sense. He kept the Torah, so we should also keep the Torah. Some say that Yeshua was an example for us. Shaul said in 1 Corinthians 11 1 NKJV, Imitate me, just as I also imitate Christ. We should live like Yeshua lived and Shaul lived. Romans 3:31 NKJV, Do we then make void the law through faith? Certainly not. On the contrary, we establish the law. Shaul said the law is not done away with, in fact, he says it is established. It is God who established it. Here is more to consider. We live in this world, but believers sometimes experience the things of the world to come. Hebrews 6 4-5 NKJV, Those who were once enlightened, and have tasted the heavenly gift, and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit, and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come. This scripture says that we can receive the heavenly gift of the Holy Spirit and that we experience to some extent the powers of the age to come. Of course, those who minimize what God has given us and deny the working and gifts of the Holy Spirit are not going to experience what God wants for us, but we should be those who seek holiness both through God's commandments and the work of the Holy Spirit. Some people have a low commitment to God. They may say in response to people who tell them they need to be more committed to God that everything will be okay. Esau was an evil corrupt man who made up how to live life instead of doing things God's way. Perhaps he even said that he believed in God. Yaakov said in James 2 19 NKJV, Even the demons believe, and tremble. The Bible says that those who live in sin will end up in the lake of fire, Revelation 21 8. There is a hell even if someone told you there isn't. We are not to be like Esau who lived after the things of this world and expected that everything will turn out just fine. Hebrews 12:14-17 NKJV says, Pursue peace with all people and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord, looking carefully lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. For you know that afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. We are to be firm in our commitment to follow God's commandments, we are to bravely move forward in life as God's holy people with the help of the Holy Spirit. Some teach that we are holy without acting holy that is not true, what they say doesn't even make any sense. We are to be strong and not weak. 1 Corinthians 16 13 NKJV, Watch, stand fast in the faith, be brave, be strong. Some people have a negative attitude about rules. If you jump off a cliff with the ground to catch your fall, your life is ended. Some rules can bring terrible consequences. Sometimes nothing much happens. God is the Creator who knows what is best for us and has our best interests at heart. God is a personal and interactive God. God's power is big enough to reach any and all who desire to be His people. For example, as Yeshua was walking along, a blind man understood that Yeshua was in fact the Messianic King of Israel and kept calling out to Him. Luke 18 35-43 NKJV says. Then it happened, as He was coming near Jericho, that a certain blind man sat by the road begging. 
and hearing a multitude passing by, he asked what it meant. So they told him that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. And he cried out, saying, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Then those who went before warned him that he should be quiet, but he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he had come near, he asked him, saying, What do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, Receive your sight, your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight, and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it gave praise to God. Perhaps with each declaration, the blind man believed more and more. Our confession can be powerful. I remember years ago praying for some dense fog to lift and I kept asking God out loud over and over for the fog to lift. Thinking about it now amazes me. After perhaps five or six times the fog lifted. God told Naaman through Elisha the prophet to wash in the Jordan seven times and he was healed. 2 Kings 5 9-10 NKJV Then Naaman went with his horses and chariot, and he stood at the door of Elisha's house. And Elisha sent a messenger to him, saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall be restored to you, and you shall be clean. We do not always understand why God will answer some prayers and not others. The blind man had faith it says. Perhaps Naaman finally had the faith to be healed after he washed the seventh time. Yeshua tells us to keep asking, he will hear our cries just like he heard the cries of the blind man. Luke 18 1-5 NKJV says. Then he spoke a parable to them, that men always ought to pray and not lose heart, saying, There was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city, and she came to him, saying, Get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I do not fear God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. God can and will heal, so keep asking and praying. Yeshua went to synagogue and then afterwards healed Simon's mother and then towards evening, he healed everyone that came to him. Some say that they want to be like Yeshua, so why don't they follow his example and go to Messianic synagogue and keep the day of rest that God instituted at the time of creation. Genesis 2 3 NKJV says, Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made. When you keep Shabbat, you honor the Creator. Here is one of the stories of Yeshua healing everyone. Luke 4 38-40 NKJV says, Now he arose from the synagogue and entered Simon's house. But Simon's wife's mother was sick with a high fever, and they made request of him concerning her. So he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she arose and served them. When the sun was setting, all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him, and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. Isn't that wonderful? Yeshua has such compassion on mankind. God cares about us so remain strong in him and encourage one another in the truth. Find ways to do that. We need encouragement to stay in the truth because of the pervasive evil religious systems that are out there. For example, in this portion for today, Korok leads a rebellion. 
Perhaps he thought that he should be the high priest because he was a firstborn, perhaps he thought it was a matter of privilege. Or perhaps he thought he could do a better job, or he just wanted to be in control. God opened up the earth and Korak, Dathan, and Abi Ram and those near their tents die. We do not want to mess with God, but people continue to think they can do things their own way. They do not consider that God must be just and there are consequences for not doing what is right. There can be double consequences, those that are incurred by doing evil and those that they incur before our examiner, God. They often believe that they must be in control instead of accepting the goodness and blessings from God. Continuing on with that thought, just like Korak led a rebellion, the Roman Empire perhaps thought that since they were in control of their kingdom, they should be in control of Christianity. Maybe they thought they could do a better job, or they just wanted to exert control. We know they hated the Jews because they taught about the true God. So instead of doing things God's way, they made up their own system of religion with their own rules instead of God's rules. They chose their own priests instead of the priests that God has chosen. Constantine made a day of rest to the pagan sun God which is Sunday. They detested the people who valued the Bible, the Jews, so they made up their own anti-Jewish Greek text and hunted down and killed anyone that had the Hebrew Scriptures of the New Testament. The first New Testament included the Hebrew Scriptures of the New Testament around 150 AD. For example, their Greek text in John 1:11 NKJV says, He came to His own, and His own did not receive Him. This implies that God is done with the Jews. The translation from the Hebrew manuscript of John says, the world did not receive Yeshua. The Greek manuscripts have some heretical elements added. The Roman Empire then made it illegal to keep God's feasts under penalty of death. Leviticus 23 2 NKJV says, The feasts of the Lord, which you shall proclaim to be holy convocations, these are my feasts. They are not Jewish feasts, they are God's feasts. Somehow, the Roman Empire decided that a non-biblical Christianity would be better than the one set up by Jesus Christ and the true God. Now that they were in control, they could establish their own false priesthood made up by a false hierarchy. Their priests became informants for the empire. Peter was not the first leader of Christianity. The Roman Empire made that up to disassociate their made-up religion from the God of the Bible. Yaakov, James, was the first leader of Christianity after Yeshua's resurrection. Yaakov was his real name. We see Yaakov making the final decisions. Acts 15:13 NKJV James answered, saying, Then he gives his decision. Not only that, Yaakov implies that the Gentiles were to learn and follow the Torah. The context deals with the Gentiles. Acts 15:21 NKJV for Moses has had throughout many generations those who preach him in every city, being read in the synagogues every Sabbath. Therefore, it is no aberration that in the Hebrew manuscript of James, Yaakov, that we read in James 1:25, but anyone who observes himself by the whole Torah, which is the instruction of the examiner, and stands in Torah, not hearing it, the Torah, in forgetfulness, for if he works the work, his happiness is in his actions. From a book by Dr. Miles Jones, The Epistle of James, Yaakov, a translation from the Hebrew, page 24. Yaakov not only says the Gentiles are to learn and keep the Torah, 
but says we will be judged by God and the Torah in his epistle, the epistle of James. The Hebrew says we will be judged by the Torah, but heretics change the Greek in James 1:25 to say, law of liberty. Anyone who would change the Bible for their own purposes would be a heretic. Going back to the false hierarchy that the empire established. They say they are descended from the twelve apostles. The word apostle means sent one and Shaul, Paul, says it is a common ministry. Ephesians 4, 11-12 NKJV says, He himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. There have been perhaps millions of sent ones, apostles. The Lutherans and other denominations have joined the false doctrine of the Twelve Apostle Decent Doctrine Madness in order to say they are legitimate. All the while they hang on to the rebellious doctrine of the Roman Empire. God gave Yeshua, head over all things to the Church, which is His body, Ephesians 1 22-23 NKJV. They are not in charge and God is the judge. There were twelve apostles that were originally commissioned but the Bible tells us there are many more sent ones. Also being a teacher or sent one is not to be used as a matter of pride. Perhaps it was Korok's pride that brought him down. Will you continue to follow these false systems that were passed down to us? Since God sent the rebellious Korok into the earth, what will he do to those who continue living in and pushing this false rebellious system? They say they bring many to God. There are perhaps millions of people who believed and followed God, but some who think they will be in the future kingdom will instead be in the lake of fire, Revelation 21 8. It says all liars will be in the lake of fire, does that also refer to those who continue to teach the false doctrine passed down to us? James 3 1 NKJV says, My brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. Any assembly of believers can be a glory to God including small groups. Small groups are biblical. Building assemblies often do not want to offend anyone so they don't lose their donations. They are less likely to teach truth. Romans 16:5 NKJV says, Likewise greet the church that is in their house. 1 Corinthians 16:19 NKJV says, The churches of Asia greet you. Aquila and Priscilla greet you heartily in the Lord with the church that is in their house. Seek God's blessings and start doing what is right and good, see Deuteronomy 6, 18 NKJV. That's right, God's commandments are right and good. Staying faithful will bring God's blessings and recognition from God. What is more important than that? Some of these false teachers are leading people to the lake of fire for eternity. The Bible says that God does not want anyone to miss out on His future kingdom. Like I have said before, what makes people think that if they do not follow our God and King in this life, they will be in the future kingdom of our God and King? They have declared that God is not their King by the way they live. 2 Chronicles 16, 9 NKJV says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. In this you have done foolishly, therefore from now on you shall have wars. When people do not follow God properly, they bring evil into their lives. The Roman Empire killed true believers in order to push their false doctrine onto the empire. Psalms 33:18 NKJV Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear Him, 
on those who hope in His mercy. This Old Testament Scripture lets us know that God looks out and cares for His people and His people will be with Him in the future eternal kingdom. We will now begin our Torah study. Korak is the name, Korah and means, baldness, ice, hail, or frost. In the previous portion Israel sinned through unbelief in God because of the negative report of the spies and they now have to spend 40 years in the wilderness, 38 more years. In this portion, we see some Israelites led by Korak believe they should be the ones to lead Israel and Korak apparently wants to be the high priest. Perhaps they were power hungry or perhaps they thought they could do a better job. Moshe was following what God told him to do. Korak could not have done any better than that. Perhaps this should remind us that we can do no better than follow God's commandments and the leading of the Holy Spirit. His commandments give us wisdom and understanding. Deuteronomy 4 6 NKJV says, Be careful to observe them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the peoples who will hear all these statutes, and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. God opens up the earth and destroys Korak and those associated with his rebellion. The 250 people who were being negative toward the authority of Moshe and Aharon were burned up. The Bible teaches us not to commit la shon hara, we are not to speak evil about others. Instead, we should have good thoughts, ayan tova which means a good eye, and be humble and not greedy, we are to be lowly. Pir Kea Vote 522 talks about this. It is a Jewish commentary. Remember, commentary is not the same as God's Word but can be helpful at times. Sha'ul also taught Ayan Tova, a good eye, see Philippians 4 8-9. Israel had just committed the sin of the ten spies in the previous portion and God stopped them, they should have known better than to have a bad attitude again. The people were angry about God's rebuke and God responds by sending a plague, but Aharon offers up incense to stop the plague. How ironic, the one they wanted to do away with helps them. Aharon's staff bud so designating him as high priest. Some of the people were unhappy and afraid of God. They should have been grateful for all that God had done for them. Only the Leviim, the Levites, were to help with the work of the Mishkan, the tabernacle in the desert. God chose the descendants of Aharon and the Leviim, the Levites, to serve him and receive support from the offerings. The Leviim were to also give from the offerings they received, and they were not to profane the holy things of God at the Mishkan. The people were to give a little over 10% per year, but the rabbis made the people give more than 20%. Certain years they were to give 10% to the temple in Jerusalem, other years they were to give 10% to the Levites and the poor. Note that giving also involves helping the poor. They were also to leave the corners of their field for the poor and widows. Korak did not understand that God had chosen Moshe and Aharon to lead Israel. It is perhaps a picture of the need for us to accept that God chose the Jews and the commandments God gave them, and also who God chose to be the Messiah, Yeshua. God gave us His good commandments that give us wisdom and understanding, and we are to receive and use His good gift of the Holy Spirit. God chose Yeshua, Jesus, as His anointed Messiah who is both God and King, See Jeremiah 23:5-6. God chose to come as a man in the form of Yeshua to die for our sins and rise from the dead, as prophesied in Isaiah 53, 
God can do what He wants and just as He chose Moshe and Aharon, Yeshua was the Messiah that God chose for mankind and not any other. Yeshua said in Mark 13:22 CJB, There will appear false messiahs and false prophets performing signs and wonders for the purpose, if possible, of misleading the chosen. The false teachings handed down to us by the pagan Roman Empire have led many astray. Also, do not believe in psychics, fortune-tellers, astrology, not to be confused with astronomy, ESP, giving yourself over to being possessed through meditation, the Bible says that there are devil spirits that want to deceive us, or any of the other curious arts which use devil spirit-backed signs. The Bible says there are people who believe in and produce false signs. Ephesians 6 11 NKJV says, Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. We are in a spiritual battle, not a physical battle, and we need to protect our mind against these false signs and wonders that are produced by devil spirits. There are good books that cover spiritual warfare and devil spirits. Yeshua cast out devil spirits. The Bible says there are other beings, devil spirits, that are against us. Yeshua talks about the Roman leaders of Israel, the leadership of Israel was picked by Rome, they are the ones who had Yeshua killed. Herod was given the position by the Roman Empire as was the chief priest. Yeshua said the Gentiles would put him to death. A squad of Roman soldiers arrested Yeshua. The Roman leadership put anyone to death who they thought could be a threat. The Roman appointed leaders of his time were thieves who were filled with the demonic. The thief does not come except to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life, and that they may have it more abundantly. John 10 10 NKJV. The devil and those influenced by the devil will take away your life and keep you from God and from eternal life. Those who operate the demonic arts are focused on their power and do not lead us to the true God. Yeshua came to help us receive the abundant goodness of God. Just as Aharon was eager to bring deliverance to Israel from the plague, Yeshua was zealous to bring deliverance to Israel and the blessings of God to the whole world. We should remember that God chooses those who serve Him in their spiritual gifting. We should give them the encouragement, honor, and financial support that they deserve. 1 Timothy 5:17-18 NKJV says, Let the elders who rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scripture says, You shall not muzzle an ox while it treads out the grain, and, the laborer is worthy of his wages. Sha'ul quotes this from the Old Testament portion to substantiate what he is saying. If these so-called teachers do not believe in the Old Testament, you do not have to give to them. They just pick and choose what they want to believe. We need to believe in the whole Bible, it is the Word of God. The Old Testament is God's Word. The head of the believers is the Messiah Yeshua, Jesus. He does not lead a worldly organization. Those that Yeshua chooses to lead serve under Him and are chosen by Him. Ephesians 1 22-23 NKJV says about Yeshua, And He put all things under His feet, and gave Him to be head over all things to the church, which is His body, the fullness of Him who fills all in all. The present-day leadership that are chosen by Yeshua are chosen because of their zealousness for the things of God just as Aharon was zealous to follow God. Willingness to serve, learn, teach, teach God's commandments, follow the lead of the Holy Spirit, 
integrity, purity, and other godly characteristics are things God requires of leadership. The Bible says leaders will be judged more strictly, see James 3 1. There are false leaders out there the Bible says. Some leaders are self-appointed leaders and have not been chosen by Yeshua. If they are not teaching you to follow God's commandments, they are false teachers. 2 Peter 2 4 NKJV says, For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and deliver them into chains of darkness, to be reserved for judgment. Do not follow them to the lake of fire. Revelation 21 8 NKJV says, But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone. God opened up the earth and destroyed Korak and those who organized the rebellion and then burned up the other 250 rebellious people who followed them. If you are living in sin or think sin is okay, then you are being rebellious. The Haftorah for Korak is 1 Samuel 11:14-12:22. In the Haftorah portion Israel defeats the Ammoni and Shaul is made king. God was Israel's king, but they still wanted an earthly king. Samuel tells them to continue to follow Jehovah, the name of the true God, see Exodus 3:15. Jehovah desires a people for himself. He reached out to man in Old Testament times, and he continues to reach out to man in the present and through the Messiah, Yeshua. Here is our section on Commandments, Implied Commandments, Permissions, and Other Concepts. We can also understand commandments are being implied from other scriptures in the Bible. There are other possible concepts than what is shared here. They were to guard God's holy place, the Mishkan, and the Levites were to do their work and the Kohen his work. There is not end to their work. Those of the other tribes were not to do the work of the Mishkan. Numbers 18 4, and 23. A firstborn male son and animals are to be redeemed. The firstborn of a kosher animal is to be sacrificed. Numbers 18 5, and 17. The Levites are not given an area of land to rule. On the assigned years they are to be given the one-tenth tithe. They were to tithe from the tithe they received. Numbers 27 30 and 18 26. We now begin our teaching. Do not get off track. A teaching to accompany the Torah teaching. God's plan for us is to keep His commandments. God's commandments are like an agreement, we do our part and then things are settled at the end. There are a lot of things that can go through our head in any season of life. Perhaps we are seeking truth and why not a truth that teaches us to do what is good so we will have a better life. God is the Creator of all beings, and He wants us to keep His commandments. It is not a bad plan when we consider how out of control some people's minds can get. So, get yourself under control. We do not know what will happen in the present or in the future unless God tells us. God knows what will happen and what is best for mankind. God wants what is best for us. He rewards those who have the good sense to do what is right and keep His commandments. It is not true we just say a prayer or receive the Holy Spirit and then we are okay with God. The Bible says that without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Hebrews 12 14 NKJV. Yeshua said the Holy Spirit is our helper, the Holy Spirit is not a sign of eternal security, that is not biblical. Accepting the Messiah Yeshua, Jesus, 
and the Holy Spirit is only the first step in a lifelong pursuit of living right. God tells us what is going to happen at the end of time. Those who keep His commandments will receive eternal blessings from an all-good God. Those who decide to do evil with go to the lake of fire for all eternity. We know that anyone who holds back the truth is a liar. If Bible teachers have been holding back the truth, they are liars. What did it say Revelation? All liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone. Revelation 21 8 NKJV. Not teaching people about the lake of fire is wrong. I do not want to be a liar, how about you? Life goes by fast, one thing leads to another, it's important to listen to God so we stay in the right direction, or we will find ourselves heading in the wrong direction. Shaul, Paul, said in 2 Timothy 3:13 NKJV, Evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Of course, the most basic way to follow God is to keep His commandments. In this portion, someone who was filled with pride thought he could do a better job than Moshe and Aharon. The people rebelled, a plague ensued because of their wrong thinking and guess who stops the plague? Aharon, the person they wanted to replace stops the plague. If he wasn't around, maybe they all would have died. Some atheists out there say we do not need God. If God left us on our own, maybe no one would be around to complain. It is God that cares about life and wants us to treat each other right. Atheists say they can be good people too. They got that from the Bible. We do not serve money or custom, or the work of mankind. Some think that money will give us resources and power. Some think that controlling what others think will make everything fall in line, in order. Some think that the ingenuity of man, our ability to make things and be creative, and the things we develop will be the salvation of society. You can have huge sums of money and not be happy, everyone having the same philosophy of life is a pipe dream because mankind is constantly in rebellion and pride like Korok who caused the rebellion in the Torah portion that we have talked about today. Ingenuity and things often do not give us long-lasting satisfaction. My experience is these people who want riches, those who think controlling is the answer, or those who rely on science and ingenuity just become selfish and self-centered. I have four college degrees and I have worked towards a doctorate, but the most important thing in my life is my relationship with God. Serving God is the best way to live. That what God did for Israel. God set them free so they could serve Him instead of Pharaoh and his lies and false gods. So be set free and serve God. The Torah talks about keeping God's commandments in nearly every portion, there is value in doing what is right. So, we need to hear about following God's commandments frequently. Why follow lies and only live for the things that will someday be worth nothing? Kepha, Peter, said. 2 Peter 3:10-13 NKJV says. The heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat, both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless we, according to His promise, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. One of my hobbies is the science of astronomy, not astrology which is backed by demons. 
One of the scientific theories of the end time is that the universe will contract, and everything will be destroyed. This fits right in with that scripture we just read in 2 Peter. Isn't that interesting? In these verses, it sounds like God will initiate the end time just like He initiated His creation. He is God, He can do that. We cannot take anything with us after death, neither will anything that exists survive forever. Perhaps the pharaohs thought their tombs would last forever, but that is not true. When everything on earth is destroyed, everything on Mars and Lyra will be destroyed too, according to NASA, Kepler-62 is a five-planet system with two planets in the habitable zone in the constellation Lyra. See Exoplanets online at NASA. A relationship with God brings peace, rest, and contentment. I have seen the power of God at work in amazing ways. My friend was talking to someone about Yeshua years ago and he asked God to part the clouds for the person as proof that God existed. Amazingly, the clouds parted as straight as a ruler right down the middle of the sky. This is not the normal way God encounters us, but do not minimize what He is able to do. Most of the time, we experience great personal intrinsic riches from God in our lives. I have great contentment knowing that I know truth and the true God. 1 Timothy 6 6 NKJV says, Now godliness with contentment is great gain. Godliness means to be devoted and have a high regard for the things of God. Even a believer in the true God can make a mountain out of a molehill. Why not be content? What amazing truths we have. We know the truths of the universe. Science cannot come to understand them because they are limited in their scope of understanding, pun intended. After all, God is the Creator, and He knows everything, that includes how the universe will come to an end. Romans 1:20 NKJV says, For since the creation of the world His invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. No one has an excuse because God is revealed in creation. God formed the world and has been around longer than us. Psalms 92 NKJV says, Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. How amazing is it that God would have anything to do with mankind. Yet, God cares about us and wants us to know the truth and to do what is right and good. Isaiah 66 2 says, For all those things my hand has made, and all those things exist, says the Lord. But on this one will I look, on him who is poor and of a contrite spirit, and who trembles at my word. Do not have a big ego, be someone who is open to God, a person who respects God and what God says in His Word, the Bible. Korak tried to assume leadership of Israel. Perhaps he was filled with pride and thought things would be better if he were in control. God destroyed these rebellious people. Perhaps this is a picture of the judgment of God when He sends those who refuse to do what is right to the lake of fire, see Revelation 21 8. God gave us His commands to help us, God cares about us. God wants a people who do what is right and spiritual leaders who are dedicated to keep God's commandments and to teach all of God's truths including God's Old Testament commandments, the work of the Holy Spirit, God's judgment, and the lake of fire. Our spiritual life is important, and we don't want to get off track. God is more important than money and all the workings of mankind. We can experience God's amazing works, but most of all, God's peace and contentment can give us a rich and rewarding life.
Let's say the ironic blessing from Numbers 6 24-26. Yehovah bless you and keep you. Yehovah make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Yehovah lift up His face upon you, and give to you peace. Amen. Thank you for joining us today.